Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast, Newcastle United at home. October 2018. I'm walking down Talbot Road towards Old Trafford. It's the sun's come out. It's a nice day in Manchester, and I've just well spent the early part of this day at Ellen Road watching Leeds United. Not something I've done for a long, long time. But the new manager intrigues me because he's Marcello Bielsa, and he's a I think he's a very I think he's a brilliant. I think he's a genius, but he's a bit madcap and mental as well. And talk of manager uh, is the top of the agenda in Manchester at United because well, the story circulated last night that Jose Mourinho was going to be sacked this weekend regardless of the result against Newcastle United uh, one journalist wrote it it may turn out to be true or not to be true either way it shows that there are serious problems at Manchester United the team are currently nine points off the league leaders after only seven games and then from Ellen Road I went to a function called No Prawn Sandwiches in Old Trafford and did an interview with Andy Cole where we spoke for 50 minutes in front of United fans from Manchester from Hartlepool from West Limerick from Australia New York Leicestershire Hereford and Cole was superb talking really candidly about his career. It was more about him than the current situation at United, although he does believe that United can avoid relegation this season. We almost need a dark humour with what is going on at the club at the moment. I saw Gary Neville's comments on Sky Sports and his impassioned plea and blaming Ed Woodward for a lot of the problems which are going on at Old Trafford and I think that resonated with a lot of fans but also there are a lot of United fans who want Mourinho to go uh, we've been doing polls online and a lot of them want a change of manager so it can't be both can it we either think the manager should stay or think that he should go and I think a lot of people they're not 100% convinced either way and there are people who maybe supported Jose a month ago and don't now or there are people who think that the problems at the club go much further than the manager and that whoever came in, that there would be a, a brief buzz as there is when a new player is signed and then the person would be beset by the same problems which uh, the current manager has, which Lou Van Gaal has, which David Moyes has. Mourinho's got to take some of the blame. And he, you know, he's the manager, he's spent good money not as much as he would have liked. There have been definite improvements under him, but this season has been it's been dreadful so far. Uh, there's been a few highlights. I think beating Leicester was probably the highlight in the, at Old Trafford because the team have played five games and only won one of them. That's relegation form. I'm walking now over Chester Road, getting closer to Old Trafford, and you can see the stadium. It needs a, it needs a lick of paint. I've said that plenty of times. It's still a great old football stadium. And when I compared it to Ellen Road, where I 
have been earlier today. Wow, that's still stuck in the 90s. You really notice the difference between a modern Premier League ground and one which has not had Premier League money for the best part of 15 years. So I don't know where this podcast is going to take us today. I think the majority of it should be done after the game because the result will be so important. Um, but will it? Will anything change? Newcastle United have not won a game all season. So does beating them 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, whatever, doesn't really change the problems. Manchester United will be judged against far more difficult opponents than teams at the bottom of the Premier League. But I think a win would give people a confidence lift, but there's, there's still major, major issues at, at, at the club. So I can see that the coaches from different supporters clubs parking up now by the old White City Stadium. It was an old Greyhound Stadium. My Uncle Charlie used to race his Greyhounds there after he finished playing at United. Probably gambled a lot of his money there as well. And only the White Gates remain intact and quite distinctive, quite a local landmark. And if I look over to Salford Keys, there's been so much development. I can remember starting secondary school in 1985 and there was talk about turning the docks into the Keys and really fanciful plans of three and four level apartment style buildings and it seemed fanciful at the time but 30 years on it's a very impressive part of the Manchester skyline so I'm going to speak to as many people as I can today um, I honestly don't know have a clue what's going to happen and that that makes me look forward to the game ahead because there's so much uncertainty I remember almost complaining because United used to beat everyone at home and you'd come out and you'd beaten Forest or Leicester or Villa 2-0 season after season there were times where United won 16-17 of their home league games and you just you'd go home games and you'd win that has all changed now it's all changed in the last five years and be it watching a car crash or not it does make it more interesting I'm intrigued today as to the reaction from fans towards Jose Mourinho I suspect most will be supportive uh, I'm intrigued by how the players react by what Mourinho's mannerisms show is he going to sit on the bench or is he going to come off has he given up hope I've just seen his programme notes and they just look like a man who's given up but then you can't really judge someone from their programme notes he's clearly not happy absolutely clear that he is not happy but is that because he himself is underperforming and he's struggling to come to terms with that that he's not as effective as he was that he's no longer the top dog or does he have valid reasons because he knows of things that have gone on behind the scenes where he's wanted players and he's not got players but he did identify Eric Bailly and Victor Lindelof and a lot of the players who are playing, they are his players. And United should be better than 10th in the Premier League. They've got better players than Wolves and Derby. But Wolves and Derby brought joy to their performances when they came to Old Trafford. And I don't think that will happen with Newcastle United. They seem quite a joyless bunch. I would expect Rafa Benitez to play a formation of 8-2. Uh, and he will just try and grind out anything and can. So I'm turning right now opposite the Trafford pub at the Bishop Blaze ahead of me. I'm turning onto Warwick Road 
long renamed Samat Busby Way. And it's one of life's simple pleasures walking down the Warwick Road, not to see Matt Busby's aces, but to see Manchester United. It's, it's the smells, it's the sounds that you hear. It's the familiar and not so familiar faces. It's the local characters who you might never speak to, but you know that they're there. It's the generator sound I'm walking past now of the hot dogs and the burger bars. It's the looking at the police talking to each other. The songs coming out of the pubs. The smell of the fish and chips from Lou Macari's and the United Chippy. The cry of the fanzine sellers. It's a huge event. 76,000 people come into Old Trafford every couple of weeks. And I'm going to go now into the ground, past the store called Busby Burgers. Red News United fanzine latest issue. I'm with Barney. Look, as soon as I put the recorder on, he started plugging Red News, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. How do you feel quickly? Oh, I don't just... want to interrupt yourself. Well, last week, I... I... I was really down, and, and I shouldn't let United get to me that way. I'm a father now. There's, you know, you realise where United stands in your life when you get a little bit older, and I shouldn't let it affect me like I did as a child, like I did in 92, like I did in 85, 86. But it really got to me, and I think they're just acting like children. I've had enough of it. I'm tired. I'm defending Jose when I don't particularly want to defend him. That's my current line. I'm bored of the board. I'm bored of the players. I'm bored of the manager. All clash heads, get your act together. You've paid a lot of money. You're adults. This is Manchester United Football Club, and you should be doing better than you are. And that doesn't matter. Have some pride in yourself and then perform the job that you're paid to do. That's what every single person on the world does. They don't enjoy their jobs. They work for a living to earn money to enjoy the life that they get from it. And so many people are letting us down. So let's see, just win today. I just want to win a game of football against Newcastle at home and see where it is. But I just want to go into international break thinking, I don't want to wake up tomorrow seeing shit. I don't want to go to bed seeing shit. Shouldn't let it impact on us like we do, but sadly. We're too old for this, though. Sorry, and David May. We've got another old man now, David May. How are you? All right, mate. Yeah, you feeling about the game today? It's my show, then. Yeah. People have got to start performing, haven't they? Yes. What about? You go to a game as a fan. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, where you start? Uh, On the bench. Yeah, yeah. Wearing number four for a change, yeah. Yeah. Be nice, wouldn't it? You've come over from Norway. Yeah, always. So, how long are you over in Manchester for? For a week, I was here for the Valencia game, and what, goes back on tomorrow. The Valencia game is that the best game you've ever seen? No, it's not anywhere near. How are you feeling? Maybe the worst one. Yeah, it's not yeah. great. How are you feeling about today? I'm excited. Always positive. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll win. Three 0 Really? Yeah. It's a beautiful day in Manchester. It is. Where were everyone? What do you think of the city, Manchester? I love Norwegian. Manchester. Why? Just because you have everything you need in such a small place. And the people are friendly, good food, good bars, and the best football club in the world. That's enough for me. Right, I'm outside the away end, I'm with two Newcastle fans. You both come down from, from Newcastle? No, mate, I live in Liverpool, so I've come from Liverpool. Yeah. Right, this is interesting. Yeah. A Newcastle United fan from Liverpool? Yeah, and, uh, and tonight I'm driving down to, uh, to Luton to fly to Israel for the Scotland game on, uh, on Thursday. Right, are you from Liverpool? No, I'm, I'm actually from Scotland originally. So why do you support Newcastle? What's the story there? I went there 30 odd years ago with a mate and he says, once you start coming here, you know, we'll stick like shit to a blanket. And here I am. 
So you travel from Liverpool. How many games do you go to? I normally get between 10 and 15 to 18 games a season. What do your mates in Liverpool think of you? Uh, well, it's quite amusing when I jump in a car uh, to get a taxi in, into town to get get the train to away matches because they're like, that. Why, why, why are you supporting Newcastle? And why are you going to London when you've got two clubs on your doorstep? So, I mean, you've been there seeing Liverpool become European champions, Everton win league titles, and your team haven't. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's in your blood. Yeah. Last time I wrote about Newcastle, I went to the away game at Cardiff about 18 months ago. I wrote a big piece, I went in the away end, I stood with lads there, and it was a great night. What's going wrong? Well, for me, it's just as a, there's a hatred of Ashley now, you know. It, He's not spending his money where it should be. He's a businessman. He's not a football supporter. You know, he's there to make money. Do you think you can stay up this year? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Who have been your best players? Uh, well, Richie, but he keeps taking him off. You know? uh, we're just really struggling at the minute. Is, we're struggling for a bit of form. Is Benitez as popular as he was when I last saw your team play? Uh, it's difficult. He's in a difficult situation. He makes, he makes decisions, uh, defensive decisions, all the time, and it's all about not giving goals away. And that's not what people want to see. They want to see us scoring goals. Uh, What's your prediction massive. for today? I'll, I'll settle for a win. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll, 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 but uh, prediction? No, I mean, uh, I'll just yeah. All right, well, lovely to talk to you. Right. Thank uh, you first ever Newcastle fan I've met from uh, from Liverpool. I was born in Singapore as well, mate. Born in so Singapore, <laughs> right. Just, OK, well, you enjoy your trip to Israel to watch Scotland and then go back to, right. to Liverpool. All right, cheers, and, um, I hope you enjoyed the day today and obviously I hope I'll you try. lose, but, you know. Yeah. Good cheers, to mate. see you. All Thank the best, you. mate. on horseback and several police and several police and police fans going into the ground now my prediction Manchester United 1 Newcastle United 0 Welcome to Lakes United We Stand Podcast. It's post-match after United's win at home against Newcastle. Um, with me, Anthony Shaw, Bloom is here, <laughs> Stu Edwards is here. Um, uh, two of these people have been drinking heavily and two of the others have been selling magazines. So let's uh, stalwarts, pro- proper pros. Uh, let's see if you can work it out as, uh, <laughs> as, we, as, as we progress through. Uh, Bloomy, congratulations on your, uh, on your engagement. Uh, Shoot her up for a bit longer anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so. yeah. Um, do you think you'll actually go through with it? No. <laughs> is that a date yet? No. Did she listen to it? All I've been asked is uh, when's the stag do, so that's all I've been asked. I'm off all the lads, so yeah, yeah. She's, I don't know, I'll leave it to her. I might just do a stag do anyway, so without her. Well, she's not meant to go to your stag do. You know what I mean, without the wedding shit. (laughs) What are you going to do for your stag? Oh, I don't know, it's early days yet, so yeah. yeah. Few options in mind. I'd get it worse than anyone else, and I would, yeah, because it's just, yeah, it's just the way it is, isn't it? So, you, had, you had about three, didn't you? Two. 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 
Yeah. One in England, one abroad. So my dad, could, my dad could come for a pint. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously a massive, massive result for United. It was weird um, sort of selling the mag after the game because it was kind of replicated what it was like that when we'd beat Barcelona in the semi-final yeah, of the so European Cup. On the way out, yeah. the treble looms large. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously United, uh, in a typical fashion, made it really hard by going two down and winning three-two. Um, Obviously, the people who just want to be entertained would have definitely have had a great day, but certainly at 2-0 uh, down. And uh, there should actually be a... John Aston should be here, but he actually disappeared. Walked out, yeah. walked out, out in, in fury at 2-0. So, yeah. uh, um, big result, although we're not really sure whether it changes his situation too much. Mm. But, you know, he definitely needed that second half, didn't he? Yeah, we're, we're a bit of a mess, aren't we? And that, that first um, 30 minute, you know, first half an hour summed it up. Um, the only, you know, it was really great to see the players really get, you know, a bit of a spirited fight back, putting some effort in. Um, couldn't fault the effort second half. I think, I think my main issue is, is that I just think there's so much water under the bridge with Jose. I mean, we ended up with McTominay at centre half at some point again as well. Um, obviously, you can't stand Bailey by the looks of it. Um, <laughs> or Lindelof. Yeah, or Lindelof. <laughs> yeah, Lindelof's, you know, on the bench there. Um, so, yeah, I. I hope it's not papering over cracks, but and you know I don't want to sound like a slapped ass, but you know you're not because I, I was happy, really happy with that second half, and you know celebrated that winner more than I've celebrated, you know, uh, 90% of our goals in the last five years. Um, but you know I, I'm a bit worried we're just papering over cracks. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I, I was I was ready for doing what John what John did to me honest at the time. It was that bad. Uh, Fair play in the second half, they've, they got a grip, but it's just, I, d it's, I don't get why they have to shit themselves against opposition like that, and they have to go two behind and to start playing, you know, that's what annoys me, because when we actually start playing, it's fairly decent stuff to watch, yeah, you know, exactly. but, yeah, yeah. so I don't understand why they have to do that, but it's a good win, but... Like I can't say I think it's just papering yeah, over we're, the edge. We're talking level. about um, the first half <laughs> and how, how much different the second half was. How, how much of that do you think was actually um, our players being allowed, you know, a bit of freedom to attack? Because oh, um, sure. you know we brought off, we brought off a, um, a defender, didn't we, for a midfielder, um, Bailey for Massa, which was a, an attacking move. And then just immediately we just seemed to start creating chances. And Newcastle aren't a good team at all, are they? Oh, it's true. Understatement, and Newcastle are shite. They really are. Are they, are they winless? Have they won yeah, they, I, think they beat, I think they beat Forrest in the last minute of a League Cup. No, they lost to Forrest. <coughs> oh, did they lose to oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too much wine, I think. Um, yeah, Newcastle are shit. I mean, I've, I've sold too many mags. <laughs> <laughs> I've sold all well, not according to Ant. Yeah. No, he humiliated me in the fucking street in front of people before. <laughs> fucking horrible man. Did you see what you He came out, took some magazines. He said, I'm disappointed with the yeah, number that you've sold. I'm going to take some and give them to Bloomy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really good. It's a grievance, I think. <laughs> the, the look on your face. Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> was, that, was my, uh, that was my being taken off for Nick Powell moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but when he mentioned the, uh, how cold, no, you mentioned how cold you were, because yeah. we thought it was quite sunny sat inside hotel football, <laughs> yeah. blue sky, but then Ant yeah. mentioned the ice cream we just yeah, got yeah, 10 minutes bastard. before. Yeah. He said, I'm cold, cold as well. I've just had some lovely ice cream. You're out of order. Yeah. Horrible. No. Shit. That's a nice meal, though. Shit, boss. Anyway, go on, you were saying. I can't remember. First half. Uh, first 15 minutes, we scored twice, didn't we? That was it. It was just a nothing to say first half, was it? Piss poor defence. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, which, which I stood there thinking, 
you, you can't defend that badly. I, I was honestly thinking they've done it on purpose. How quickly they took I mean, the second one, it was just it straight at the, you know, straight that it was just twatted at the hair really from close range. But it was just like thinking, Jesus, this Newcastle side, what they, the last time we beat by Newcastle at Old Trafford? I've no idea, 50 years ago. No, you were hand goodbye, weren't it? Under Dave Yeah, I had to put money on it, Dave Moyes. Was it? 1-0. OK. Yeah, everybody beat us here under Moyes. Yeah, but um, yeah, the first half was it was, it was just, a, just just a mess. It was just a mess all over the pitch. There was just no effort. People playing out of position again, and it, it needed to change. And I would have been, you know, would like to have seen a top place in the dressing room. And they were they were sent out quite early, weren't they? Quite, um, quite early. They, yeah, they, they come out. I'm not I don't know whether they were really on Newcastle, but there was a definite long gap between United coming out and then um, yeah, no doubt. Well, it was good to see the second half. There was definitely more spirit. Pog, Pogba was well again, you know. As you'd expect from him and, and Martial, and I, I was I was certainly uh, one of the ones, along with a few other players. Let's say uh, airing my views about Martial. Okay, he scored a good goal, and then he seemed to pull his finger out a little bit, but he's still not doing enough for me. Yeah, um, <clears throat> massive boos at half-time. Probably the loudest booing at half-time I've heard at Old Trafford. Um, yeah. So obviously there was a big decision to make. Something went on in that dressing room. Um, I don't, you know, we'll probably hear over the next... Uh, How fucking embarrassing is that, though? The, the crowd actually have to boo to get a re- uh, re- you know, response to the yeah. players. <clears throat> and, you know, I'd never, I'd never, you know, go down that road myself. But, I mean, that, that in the first half, it was just like, you know, we're, we're not this shit at all. You know, we're playing to, like, 20% of our ability. Even we'd, we'd, we'd scrape past Newcastle, you know, having them playing half-decent, you know. Yeah. And um, it, it, that was a disgrace. I mean, we're, we're still in that we're still in that position of as much as it's great to have won, and it's certainly great to have watched a game coming from behind. And I was happy for him, yeah. I was happy for the manager, and I know he. I know previously, you know, earlier on, I said like um, his tactics. He's got to, he's got to be braver. He's got to start like um, trusting um, his attackers a bit more, and you know, but. He, he, you know, he's, he's had a really bad time with things, Annie, with players. You can tell. Mm. And um, I, you know, when I was looking at his press conference, I was thinking it's really taking his toll on him. Mm. And um, you know, I'm, I'm really glad we got the win for him today because I, I don't dislike him as a person. I just think he's a um, mm. safety first approach. Yeah, totally. He's not really suited to us. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely going to end up killing one of these managers one day, aren't they? Oh, well, the last three have just aged about 20 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's some, some chest clutching at some point, <laughs> yeah. won't it? Yeah. Well, um, thing is, though, that, there's, that's quite a number of games United have come from two down under Mourinho now, isn't it? It's almost like United being two down is probably our best situation. Yeah, probably yeah, is. Palace yeah. and City last year, weren't it? Yeah, and, um, yeah. So, yeah, um, ready to watch when it's 0-0 or winning 1-0 away. No. He should, he should, he should um, take some, you know, he should realise after that, you know, Crystal Palace, all of a sudden we, we start attacking, players can have yeah. a bit of freedom and, you know, we... we, we We've made like work of these this shit teams. Yeah. We're yeah. not as I've said it before. We're not as bad as a lot of people make out, and I just think he needs to be bolder, just let yeah. yeah bolder and let people play a bit more. When I, when I saw Rashford, Martial, and Lukaku all up front, I thought that potentially looked like it was going to be um, a side that's going to try and go for this. But I, I, the defending was just off the scale bad maybe maybe yeah. it's because of that because he don't trust the defenders he's, he's got to rein it in a little bit he's got to rein everyone in a little bit but you've, he's just got to accept it we've got shit defence he's just got to fucking go for it I don't, I don't really what, know what's going on with Eric Bailey but um, I mean the Brighton game he was absolutely scandalous and you know his, his first half today you know he's letting us down again I, I, I just don't see 
how them two, could, you know, how he can play for Mourinho Dolph, again. Right, was it about yeah. 20 minutes in, something like I was taken off. Yeah. So it's, I thought it was injured, but obviously not. Yeah. Tactical, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tactically. Brain injury. Brain injury, So what we said, I still haven't got over that fucking shot of his from the other night. Yeah, um, yeah. So, 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 do you he looks a bit too, like, um, lethargic, doesn't he? Like, he's not, he's going through the motions a bit and... You know, I'll just have a go. Yeah. Do, you so, ever, yeah. do you ever remember that um, when Brazil were playing Zaire years ago and that defender just ran out yeah. and walloped? <laughs> That's what he shot. That's what he shot. He's like, do you No, no, exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what do you think changed it then? I mean, you know, in terms of observations, what did you sort of see that was different to United's second well, half? Yeah, he's, he's reactive again though, isn't he? Because, I mean, now, I, now I, I totally get that, you know, one matter has a lot of support in United's, um, you know, fan base, but... He's, I, he's, I think he's constantly proved, like games against Brighton, that he's not really good enough. And he's come on today and he's changed the match. Like to be fair to him, um, against uh, you know poor opposition. But I just know now that he's going to start the next three games because that's the type of thing we do. We just react. Oh, he's done all right. So he'll you know yeah, be in. Yeah, yeah. Him and Fellaini are just calm, calmness personified, aren't they? They just they just don't panic. To be fair, on the ball, and for me, he, he did the simple stuff today. Matter obviously got the goal, yeah. the first goal, which got it up and running. <clears> but after that was just the simple stuff, and you could tell at the end of the game, the play, even the, the play players, got a bit quicker as well yeah, with him yeah, with, yeah. with them little touches. Amazingly, well, yeah, yeah, considering yeah. he's not quick himself, <clears> and <throat> he's, ne- he's never going to run past the player. But even the players walking off the pitch at the end were, you know, all you know, all going towards Matter as if to say, you know, game changer almost. David Moyes' signings changing the match. Yeah. Well, I, I thought yeah, yeah. I thought Fellaini was excellent. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. Yeah. 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 You can't fault him this season. He has. He's been one of the few that has stepped it up and played for the played for the well, manager. Why, why wouldn't you? Honest. Why wouldn't you? Every two or three moves out of five, put it on Fellaini's chest and bring people into play. And what's what's, what's, what's there's nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with that, is there? Yeah. He does it so well. He had a shot as well, didn't he? He did, yeah. Well, <laughs> some shots. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, that period, though, from once we got that one back, I, that period from sort of 2 1 to sort of getting that equaliser, United were proper on it. Yeah, and, um, you know, the manager was waving them forward, you know. Everyone was having, you know, a lot of effort. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but um, before our winner, no, you were outside telling mine, but uh, before our winner. Fucking great day, I got. <laughs> Um, before our winner, uh, Martial didn't offer for um, a ball out of, out from the fullback, yeah. and yeah, um, Mourinho started straight. punching mm. the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like really. Yeah. 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 So, um, no, there's big. still a lot of cracks, isn't there? And um, I suppose the only way we we know how important this goal will be is over the next five weeks. And I, I've just I've just got a feeling that we're you know we're delaying, prolonging the inevitable. Yeah, yeah. I think there's still an element. Of that. Look at the look at the next six weeks who we've got as well. So. That's probably not yeah. going to help, or would it? I don't know. Much. No, no, I'm buzzing for that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am as well. <laughs> yeah, I just wish it was longer. <laughs> We've got some hard games coming up, though, aren't they? So would it would it be wise to start looking at a change of manager? You know, you'd have a manager coming in that play that's yeah, due, due up against away um, first, and then Chelsea Juventus away. at home. Yeah, Juventus City. Bombay, and, uh, yeah. When are Liverpool? I'd be surprised if United, even if they are, I and mean, we don't know, and, um, you know, but I do think that the thing that's definitely sat there that we should all bear in mind, United are three points clear of second and third place. In, in, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the three points cleared in the Champions League group of, of finishing uh, in second place. So I'd be surprised if they changed anything that potentially put what they'll see as a big priority at risk. 
Cassie, that happening. No, no. No, no and, I can't you know, perhaps that's wise. I was, I was looking last night, actually, because um, when all that kicked off last night, and it just didn't, didn't read right to me. I just thought, you know, surely we'd have, um, you know, seen something a bit sooner if he was going to get sacked. And I was looking at the odds of the next manager to leave in the Premier League, and the next one was like 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. So it's a good, I think that's a really good market to be in at the moment. Ironic. I don't think United are going to sack him. It was a bit of a sense of briefing a little bit to, to test the water and what the action would be yeah. from everyone. But, but you don't know these days, do you? It could have been, you know, Mourinho's just as likely to start briefing, maybe, maybe. like, you know, yeah, to try I, and I change the, something else. Side, so yeah, my point is, is that you've got people there, <clears throat> manager and board, that are both willing to play games <clears throat> at the expensive, you know, United, United and the team, yeah. No, it was quite That's ironic that uh, Newcastle fans were singing you sacked <clears throat> in the morning. I think Benitez has got more chance of getting sacked before Mourinho, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um, Obviously, just I mean, you brought that up. This the, the, what broke last night. Um, I thought Gary Neville's interview was superb. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, it has took him, you know, a few, you know, years ago we were crying out for like um, somebody to come out and say mm. about the board and the owners. Ago. But I, ju- I just, I mean, you know, a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that criticise United fans for, you know, even stepping foot in Old Trafford and stuff like that. But I, I don't. Um, I think that fight had gone. You know, the, the horse has bolted, hasn't it? It was um, 2005 or. You know, and it, you know, or nothing. And um, you know, with with the future, I don't really know um, what United fans can do because I just don't see, you know, a lot of protest against owners. Interesting, you use the analogy involving a horse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. I like that. Yeah, I like, so so what you done there? Um, obviously, you know, this sort of what I really enjoyed today was. I still thought even at two down, and I know there was booing, and I know there was still some of that ironic fucking booing shite, where even when Sanchez yeah. came on, which was bang out of order. But um, I yeah, thought... Yeah, some tosses, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. I, I've, yeah ourselves included, according I mean, to yeah. people who have been tweeting me today, but, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, what, um, I, I, thought the, I thought the crowd, though, and the sort of defiance in the support was just top. Yeah, it was good, that. Yeah, especially second half, when, it, when they realised we got... As soon as we got back in it, it really... The Crancy up a notch, and it was, you know, it was good to hear that. It's good atmosphere. The players well, love playing in that second yeah, half. They well done. Yeah. And um, Sanchez, the, 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 the problem with him is he's like, mm. he, he, his argument would be that he's not play, being played in his position. And, you know, he came on as a striker and he scored the winner with an header inside the box. So I'm not being funny. If you're, yeah. if you're, if you're a Newcastle mm. fan, you're letting him score a header in the box. You're fucking asking mm. for trouble, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. And, um, I, you know, I'm really happy for him that he got the winner because I, I don't, I think he's really been. You know, been. I think he's not had an easy start, obviously, to you know playing for United, and um, he's not been helped by the positions I, he plays in. I feel like sorry that. for him. Mate. I, I, you get, a there's a lot of people. You got a lot of people giving him shit. You don't. You don't turn total dog shit overnight, you do. You, you really don't. He's that. He's a class player. He really is. Well, I think. Uh, I don't think yeah. he's been playing in his right position, like you said. So. Someone was saying he scored 50 <clears throat> goals in 50 games in 2017, mm. and. From, as a striker, and we play him as a left winger picking yeah. up the ball on the halfway line and you know, chipping the odd crossing. That's, that's his role. Well, that again, he won't, he seems that he's not, he doesn't want to entertain the idea of dropping Lukaku at all. So it, get, it leaves Sanchez again not to be tested in, his, in that position. So. I think that could be his like thing that he's, the decisions he's making with Lukaku, I think that could end up. Been costly for him. Yeah. Lukaku could do a David Booth, and he'd still fucking play 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I, I said to someone before, if, you've, you've, if, you, if we lost, I know um, he wouldn't be manager if we lost the next 15 games, but if we lost the next 15 games, the 16th, we'd still be starting with Romelu Lukaku up front on his own. And, you know, I don't, I don't I, you know, I want to try and, you know, give the player, you know, some a chance, but he's playing poorly. You know, yeah, I think United struggle, like, because um, teams can push up to the halfway line knowing he's not going to run in behind. And um, I think it's, I think we need another plan. Yeah, he might not. He might, you know, I've no idea whether he's overweight or whether he's right weight for his weight, you know, height and all the rest of it. But he look, he looks like a stone overweight. Yeah, yeah, and if that's the case, I don't get it because yeah, but he's played, <laughs> <laughs> he's played all summer. Hasn't he? He's played all summer. He's played for Belgium. So he's, he's not had a rest. So how can he be overweight if that is the case? Yeah, I strongly objected to the fucker telling me to sling. Yeah, try fucking moving three yards. He's done that a few times. Come on. Yeah, he does it a lot, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Most a few times. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we talked about international break. You reckon it would have been murder going into that on the back of a defeat, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It would have been proper circle. And it's take. I think it's hopefully it's taken the pressure off for a couple of weeks now and start again and play Chelsea and get beat there. So. Yeah, well, I, yeah, absolutely. But you think is that this, the sad thing is, is you know that, I, and this is bringing it back to Ant's point about yes, it'd be great the second half, but you know, just know we are going to revert back to type when we go to Chelsea, and our first intention will be to try not to lose. No, it, might, it might it might take a, a bit of a knock or a you know I'm not saying a leg breaker, but a bit of an injury to Lukaku, maybe away on international with Belgium to, to to force the issue to play Sanchez or Rashford down the middle. I'm not wishing an injury, injury on any yes, of our players, but I'm saying it might be the, the only way that, I don't know. Because he's absolutely open for him, so... Yeah, you, don't, you want him injured. You should be ashamed. And anyway, you've just said even if he did a David Boost, he'd still play, so, so it's irrelevant. All right, move on. <laughs> um, absolutely. So, um, what do you think the sort of summaries are going to be like of the game in terms of, you know, I think... Back pages were probably already written at sort of two down. Weren't Came it? at two halves, obviously the obvious one, isn't it? Benitez will be fuming probably because they're never going to get a better opportunity to win at Old Trafford. Um, if any of the listeners haven't worked out which two were selling mags today and which two weren't, yeah. I actually stayed in the ground yeah. uh, to watch the team come off. So did I, because I, I think yeah. I the pitch well for once. And Mourinho, <laughs> oh, Mourinho walked down the touchline and just before going down the tunnel, just pointed back at the pitch, yeah. as if to say the players did it. So to, you know take that as you take it I suppose but. I don't want to put a dampener on anything but I, th- I mean the two things that really impressed me today I, I should be the minimum you expect against Newcastle no. at home and that was like the, 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 the fight in the second half and attacking football and, and they should be happening anyway yeah and I think that's yeah. a really big point we're, we're actually applauding yeah. ultimately people the minimum putting the, putting the shift minimum, in yeah, yeah. trying doing what they're supposed to do what you should be doing every week yeah. against sides yeah. like that so. and yeah. we're bouncing out of the ground where ultimately we've just got a, a a bit of a tricky win against a team that's near the bottom of the table. So, you know, it does sort of put the whole thing into, into the perspective of where we're at. But yeah. do you know what? We've watched enough doom and enough gloom and enough shite in the last sort of couple of games. So, yeah. like, you know, I'm, I felt pleased. But there was a couple of, like, you know, lads my, some of my son's age dotted around me today, you know, eight, nine, and, you know, just to watch them. It was a buzz. It was brilliant. It's what you want to see because no, they're, they're our future. Right. And, you know, watching home, yeah. them, you know, watching just them slump first half, 2 0, thinking, you know, and everyone effing and jeffing around them, it, you know, you feel sorry for them. So, if nothing else, that, that was a. That was, was a, that young kid who we saw on the way out, didn't we? It was his first, first ever game at Old Trafford. You know, yeah. he'll yeah. have that now, sort of dream. Into him. And this is what this is what the players and the club have got to understand. Now, that's what gets people ingrained into being a Manchester United fan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and and I hope 
unfortunately, I think it's going to, like I said, it's going to reverse the type again. No, if totally. Yeah, 100%. And that's the shame. That's the big shame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is Chelsea the first game back after the break? Yeah. yeah. We're on the bus for that. So. Oh, are you? Oh, that'd be interesting. Are you coming? Yeah. Oh, tremendous news. Yeah, you're going to be nicer to me. Yeah. <laughs> Been a bit of a bastard today, aren't I? Yeah, yes, yeah. No, I was telling you before when uh, not only did uh, not only did I not eat, and you guys have had a nice scrant and then came out and humiliated me. When I got in the ground, I got bought a hot dog and the fucking sausage fell out. Of it. <laughs> sausage fell out and it landed landed on the floor. Uh, I don't give a fuck, I just picked it up. Fucking... Yeah. yeah, no, it was I covered in bits. <coughs> covered in bits and I still oh, still oh, ate right. it. Yeah. Um I can watch a match of the day tonight for the first time since Ferguson left, so I'm looking forward <laughs> <laughs> well, looking forward to that. You, you just need to watch the last ten minutes because we'll be on at the end, won't we? We won't be first down, will we? Oh, I don't know today. I think we'll be main game, yeah. yeah. Class, I don't even yeah. know what the Quality other games game were, anyway. So that was a fantastic <laughs> game of football, yeah. Probably get. I, I, I don't know who else played today, but it's, I'd say it's, it would be the game of the day. Yeah, it would be the game of the day that then, wouldn't it? So yeah, I've not even yeah. seen another. I've not seen a single other score, so I, I genuinely don't know, um, and I'm not that fussed. I won't get on for it if the podcast goes any longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> right, uh, man of the match. Um, oh shit, that's quite tough actually. Probably have to give it one matter. For you know, he changed the game, didn't he? To be fair, um, it's between matter and probably Shaw for me. Yeah. Matter of Fellaini, but but matter simply because I just I've said to you guys before, he scored the first goal, came on, did the simple stuff easy, uh, and just got us moving. I think in the final third, just you know, we're playing with ten men, obviously. Yeah, Lukaku wasn't on the pitch, so we did well to get three goals. Yeah. Um, what shouldn't be understated is, is a, a, a couple of really good saves from De Gea in that first half. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think it was after the two boat. Nil, that one off straight after. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, wouldn't have been. Ridiculous. It wouldn't have been. Imagine if we went three 0 down. I think they had seven or eight shots on target to our yeah. one maybe first half. So again, it was like first half just spoke. Oh, three nil down. Three nil down in the first half to Newcastle. Would have been, it'd have been toxic, you know, wouldn't it? I don't yeah. think we'd have gone home. There, yeah. So. Speaking, of, this is the other thing about me being fucking starving. Um, the uh, when uh, when their second goal went in, um, someone launched a pie on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Right? Did you see it? Yeah. Did you see it land? Yeah. Right. <coughs> thinking, there was still smoke coming out of it. Yeah. Right. right. Just, there will be now. Yeah. That's what I mean. I was because I was. I was <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't watching what I wasn't watching what was going on in the game because it was day. I was focused on this pie, and I thought, I'm going to see how long that stays hot for on the pitch because steam bellow out. Ten, 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 volcanic, ten, aren't they? Nearly, nearly eleven minutes. Yeah, the volcanic. <laughs> they're ridiculous. Yeah. You can buy a pie today, and you can eat it at home against Juventus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if that, I was seeing if the stewards were looking so I could go on and get it. <laughs> right. Uh, United won three two. Uh, one matter is uh, the United we stand sellers uh, man of the match. So all good. Um, hasn't changed too much in terms of where we're at but for once uh, we've seen an entertaining game at Old Trafford and United have won it so we'll, we'll take that uh, next podcast um, from us certainly we'll be on the bus away at Chelsea so that could be uh, that 6 could be a.m. cans quite, 6am cans yeah obviously our coach is non-drinking bloomer you know that um, cans of yeah exactly uh, so yeah we'll be back then but until then cheers Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.